ION 2020, episode 68. Have 2020 vision with ION 2020, the podcast that brings you all the news and events in the lead up to the next presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date as we approach November 2020 with a libertarian perspective of all the candidates and their policies, along with the news. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's clear our vision. What's up, y'all? It's Ray Eaton, your host of Ion 2020, your place for that news and the events for the 2020 election that you look forward to Monday through Friday. Uh, I'm bringing you guys new episodes as much as I can because I just enjoy doing this and it's really, you know, something that I've taken and think it's a great hobby to have talking about the 2020 elections and all these campaigns that are going on, all of these uh, Democrats, Republicans, and I'm trying to find some libertarians and other people as well because we are a libertarian uh, show, or this is a libertarian show, and this is... uh, You know, I want to give you guys the good spin on all the election politics that's going on, all that politicking that's going on from a libertarian perspective, and that's what I do. Um, And, you know, I really love hearing from y'all. I really do. I've been hearing from several of you guys, and uh, it's really nice, actually, because it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable when I'm doing the show. When I'm doing the recording, I can act a little bit more like myself, a little more natural, a little less polished, things like that. And, you know, I try to stay polished. I try not to say curse words and things of that nature because I want to keep this a family-friendly show as well. But uh, it's nice to hear from you guys, and go ahead if you want to. You can do that uh, by hitting me up on Twitter. That is I on the Empire at I on the Empire, and then you could also uh, go to my website, and that is I on the Empire And there you'll find news and things that I post as well. But you also, I think you could go ahead and uh, and put some comments in and things like that. I think I have a comment page. I am not an expert at putting together websites, and uh, this is a this is a non-money-making show right now, so I uh, am not going to dump a bunch of money into a website right now as well. But as you start getting more followers, you could do some advertisements or maybe uh, get people to, you know, like contribute money to the show and things of that nature. I know a lot of the uh, different podcasts out there do that, and uh, you know maybe one day it'll start generating revenue in the sense that I'll be able to use that money to put back in the show with other advertising on other podcasts and also, uh, you know, put money into the website, put money into the podcast and so forth. That's what I'd like to do ultimately because, you know, this is fun and I really enjoy it and it's something that's exciting to me to keep an eye on all this stuff that's going on around the world with the website because the Eye on the Empire website is just covering uh, domestic and foreign policy of the empire that you live in, and that is our United States of America, and uh, making sure that our government is not doing anything outside of its bounds, which it does all the time. We all know that. So, uh, especially us libertarians, we tend to be very critical of all that stuff, and that's that's for good reason, of course, because these politicians they are going to promise as much as they can all the time. But while you got a second, go ahead and subscribe to the show as well, and uh, send me. Give me a five-star rating and review on whatever podcatcher you're listening to, especially Apple iTunes, because that's the one that it seems like about 80% of you guys are listening through. might be a little bit less than that. Maybe like 70% of you all listen through Apple iTunes uh, in that Apple podcasting app that they have. 
it's really, uh, you know, it, it's very helpful to have a bunch of star rating, like good star ratings and some good reviews and so forth, because I think it helps with these algorithm, algorithms and stuff that are going to help me to get seen better. And as we go into 2020, we're going to want that libertarian perspective on these candidates, and that's what I am here to provide. And, uh, and that's what I'll do every single day, Monday through Friday. So go ahead and uh, give me that five-star rating review as well. But most of all, subscribe because you'll be able to hear the show tomorrow. Uh, what I wanted to d- today to talk about is just on Friday, the jobs numbers came out, and I wanted to see if you guys, or I want to give my opinion on this and see how this is going to affect Donald Trump getting reelected. The reason why I say that is because he's going to spin everything his way, and then the Democrats and uh, you know those that are against Donald Trump, they're going to spin everything their way. So I want to I just, you know, want to give my opinion and say what I think about whether or not, you know, this is going to help him out or not. Will good job numbers help him out? Will a positive economy help him out? Is 170,000 new jobs, is that a good number? That's that's the big question, right? Because sometimes you or think it was 190,000 new jobs. 196,000 actually is the exact number. So... The jobs report comes out, 196,000 new jobs were created in in March. And then in February, the original number was 20,000, and now it's revised up to 33,000. So that, that's a really small number, though. It You know, the stock market tanked a little bit for about a week after those numbers came out back in, you know, early March. And the reason why is because those are just terrible numbers for the month. Uh, but anyway, there was major cold fronts going through the north of the country, uh, I think like Chicago even shut down for my for the company that I work for the branches up in the Chicago Minneapolis uh, in those areas up there they shut down for maybe a week because there was just it was just so cold and they were just saying it was unsafe to be driving on the roads it was so icy and so forth and a lot of snow things like that so uh, maybe that affected the job numbers back then but then you would think for March, you would have a huge increase, and the expectation was 170,000, I think. So, if you do an average about you know 170,000 plus 100 or plus 30,000, you're going to get an average of 100,000 jobs created for those two months. Well, ended up being 196,000, so you have around you know 115,000 jobs created on average between those two months. So, you'd think you'd see a spike in March, but you don't. But it's not really to be honest with you, it's not really the numbers. It's how it's spun in the press. It's how Donald Trump can spin that to his advantage, to his base. And when I go around talking with people, the one thing I hear is how much, how many jobs Donald Trump is creating. And you also hear, well, you know, we're going to have some short-term pain, but it's going to be for long-term gain when it comes to these tariffs that are being put on these different countries and so forth. They don't mind that short-term pain for the long-term gain, and that's how it's been spun to those people as well. And that's the rationale that they use to protect their guy, which is Donald Trump. They're gonna, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance against negative things that are in the press about him, and they're going to use every possible way that they can to rationalize in their mind that Donald Trump is doing the right thing. So that's one of the things that they say is, oh, well, there's a little bit of short-term pain, but there's going to be long-term gain because of all this stuff that he's doing. Um, but Donald Trump is going to spin it one way. Is it going to get across the media though? The positive feeling of the economy. I mean, look at the unemployment rate. I think they said it was 3.8%. So it remained the same for 
from March to or from February to March, the unemployment rate unemployment rate ended up remaining the same. Uh, so it didn't go down, but then again, three point eight percent is they they call that uh, full employment because you're going to have you know around four percent of people that are looking for a job at any given time just because they quit their job they got laid off or whatever you're going to have those situations but you're not having when you're around 10 percent. that's when it's really bad uh, anything above four percent is not considered full employment so 3.8 percent we're better than full employment right now so those numbers right there are very helpful to donald trump he could spin those things the way that he wants to as well he could spin those things in a positive light does that help him among the general population does that help him among the independents who are going to vote Democrat or Republican, depending upon how they feel? That's my question. I wonder if that's the case. And my opinion on that is that, yes, it does help him out. The Mueller investigation's over with. You can see him trending upwards on the daily tracking polls at Rasmussen.com. And this is just another another log on the fire that he can set, you know, that to build that fire up that says that, hey, I mean, there's momentum right now in the economy, Things are good in my, you know, good in my president. And my presidency is going good right now. Things are great. You know, I could, he could really spin those things to his favor. And even the, um, even the workplace participation rate, which is the rate that they use for people that are not working versus the people that are working. And I think it's people 18 to 65 that are working versus those that are not working. So that's people that are not looking for a job that would not fall into the unemployment rate. And I think that's around 63%, which is relatively low. And that's they say that that's not a good thing. The labor force, labor force participation rate just shows that there's a lot of people that are not willing to work, that they're not looking for work, that they don't care about work. But if the economy is going good, you're going to have a lot more moms that are willing to stay home from work, right? If the economy is going good, you're going to have a lot of retirees that are under 65 that say, you know what, maybe I'm going to take an early retirement. But they would still fall into the work por- workforce participation rate. So if the economy is going good, these people are going to make decisions that will lower the workforce participation rate as well. Um, and if people are making more money, I, I even think that there was about a you know two or three percent increase in in people's paychecks over the course of that you know over the course of the year as well. So those numbers were good for Donald Trump as well. I'm not in, I'm not defending Donald Trump by any means. I just think that he's going to be able to he's going to be able to spin this to his favor right now, and as long as those numbers remain little changed between now and 2020 in November 2020 as long as those numbers don't go too too far up as long as the unemployment rate remains around that 4% number it'll be beneficial to Donald Trump as long as jobs keep being created as long as the number you know beats the expectations so that the so that when the news is talking about oh yeah exceeded up expectations by twenty thousand jobs then it'll be spun in a way that's positive towards Donald Trump right and that'll only benefit him going into the election twenty twenty it'll probably cause 
it'll probably less like it'll probably be less likely that a third party candidate is going to be able to run successfully. It'll probably make it so that somebody like a Howard Schultz who's running if he decides to run as a independent, that's the that's the president of CEO. If or excuse me, the the president of Starbucks. I think it was the ex-president of Starbucks. I don't, I don't think he's the president of Starbucks anymore. Uh, but if he decides to run, it's going to pull more likely that his campaign is going to pull away from the Democrats more than the Republicans because the Republicans are going to side with Donald Trump and a lot of the independents will side with Donald Trump as well because the way that things are looking seem pretty well. Now, what would be detrimental to Donald Trump is the economy is looking good right now. It seems like it's good. Every Everyone's... Uh, Unemployment's low, and they're creating jobs and so forth. And then when it's this low, it's only going to go back up. Like when you hit a bottom on those things, it's all, the only place it has to go is back up, right? Unless somehow he man- Donald Trump manages to... And I don't... Unless he managed to spin it away from... Like if he was able to successfully spin it and say, well, it's the Democrats' fault that unemployment's going up and blah, 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 then it might not be good for him, or it might be able to be spun in a positive way for him, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, if is, people vote because of their pocketbooks and their paychecks, and they will vote for Donald Trump if things are good. If they're not good, then they won't. So you can have something happen like in 2007 and 2008 where the economy just tanked right before George Bush left office. Just... I mean, that that was the beginning of the Great Recession, right? So you're going to have, if you can have a situation like that with Donald Trump. But the one thing that he has recently been doing, and he said this, I think he said this on Thursday or Friday of last week, he was calling for the Federal Reserve to, you know, stop raising interest rates and start lowering interest rates again. So essentially a quantitative easing type scenario where the economy is supposed to be really good and he's calling for them to start lowering interest rates again. And most economists will tell you that that's an inflationary, like when you're lowering interest rates in positive growth, that's going to end up leading towards inflation. And you don't want rampant inflation because then that kills people's savings and people are less likely to save when there's lower interest rates. And the reason why that is, is because for this is the reason why. If you have high interest rates, then people are going to be willing to put their money into the bank account. For example, let's say interest rates are 20% at your bank. Wouldn't you go in there and just throw money in there because for retirement? You'd start saving just in your savings account because you're going to get 20% interest, right? Uh, but if there's 1% interest, or right, right now I think it's like 0.07% interest at your savings account, you're less likely to save money in your savings account. You're going to be looking for ways to save money and make a gain on it. So you're going to go towards more risky assets like stocks, right? Um, and then, or you'll go for junk bonds because bonds right now are getting very low interest rates. So when they're getting very low interest rates, then people are going to be looking for return. And the way that they're going to look for return is going into stocks. So Donald Trump, by calling for lower interest rates and not, and basically calling for the Federal Reserve to, you know, stop the policy of raising interest rates into the growth that the country is supposedly having. Um, 
if if they end up doing that, he's using a, his political authority to try to change what the federal what the Federal Reserve is doing, and they're supposed to remain unbiased. And most libertarians kind of understand that that's not really the case. That the that the Federal Reserve is a political organization, but they're supposed to at least try to not be politically swayed. So I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll start lowering interest rates just because Donald Trump says it. But when he says something, he's going to try to do everything he can to make it happen. And I kind of fear that because... But you know what? It'll help him to look like the economy is doing good again. The stock market will start going up again because of easy money. So um, you're going to have inflated asset values in the stock market. And in Donald Trump's mind, he refers to or he thinks that the stock market whatever the stock market do is if the stock market's looking good then he thinks that's the sign of the economy doing good but when it's just inflated stock prices because of an asset bubble then eventually that bubble's going to pop and that's not going to be good for you or me or anybody else who is saving in the stock market at that point and I know for a fact that me I save a lot in the stock market with 401k's IRAs and so forth. And the reason why is because it's the only place to get a return right now. Um, so I just wonder, I, I wonder what's in store for Donald Trump going into the 2020 election. Uh, from the economy standpoint, he's supposed to be the, he's supposed to be good on the economy. That's what people perceive him as, as the businessman who's going to change, you know, run Washington in a way that's more business-minded and so forth, and it's going to help out business and it's going to help out to grow the economy. That's what people perceive him as. Uh, that might be why he got elected. And if the economy is doing bad, it's not going to be good for him. But right now, these numbers that came out on Friday, it seems very good for him. So uh, that's my opinion, though. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear about it. I really do. Uh, you could go ahead, like I said earlier, uh, hit me up on Twitter. That's at I the Empire, and that's going to be a place where you can just you know, let me know what you think about what I was just talking about today. And let me, I mean, if you have any articles or anything that, that counters what I said, I'd love to see it because I'm always open for people uh, to, to challenge what I'm saying. And the reason why I say that is because um, I believe in being open to changing my opinion if I need to, you know? Um, but I just think that it's, I, right now my opinion is I think that these numbers were good for him. So let me know what you think, though. You can, and you could also do that. Uh, follow me on my website. That's at I am the, excuse me, I am the empire.com. And then go ahead and give me that five-star rating and review and subscribe to the show so you can hear the show tomorrow. But go ahead, if you can, come back tomorrow then. After you do subscribe, you can come back tomorrow and you can have clear vision for 2020. This is Ray Eaton, so I appreciate you listening. I do. If you're first time listening, uh, I really do appreciate that. And come on back tomorrow. All right? Have a great day.